This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. I appreciate you being here. We'll spend a little more time on the State of the Union. I've got Roma Duravi at the bottom of the hour. She is formerly of the Trump administration, was uh, was uh, an associate communications director, also a an assistant to the president for a while. And we, we actually went through Roma a lot when Trump was in office to get him on the show and get other people from the administration on the show. It, it's such a sea change now because we used to have people from the administration all the time. And there's no way you would have uh, somebody from this administration now. Carrie, uh, you know, it's funny. The Biden administration has not called me yet. Really? Yeah, weird. I find that very surprising. Isn't that right? weird? I did get yeah. an email yesterday, which was primary day in Texas. And by the way, um, I didn't like the infighting in the Republican Party in Texas. And I'm glad to see the governor is still is still going to be the Republican nominee. And he'll be taking on Beto um, at the, uh, later on this year in November. Uh, I'm glad to see that there isn't some sort of runoff and, and craziness and uh, things that I think would weaken the party. Now, um, uh, we're going to have the governor on soon. I talked to his office today. We'll have him on very soon. I'm not sure if it's going to be this week or early next week, but I, I want to know what the challenge is going to be like taking on somebody who is funded and financed by Soros. Somebody's funded and financed by New York and California who's running here. And like Biden last night, Beto is now suddenly saying he doesn't want to take anybody's guns away, just like Biden last night was talking about funding the police. So the Democrats are realizing how stupid their agenda has been, and the agenda is the same. They're just lying about it now. Now they just, I mean, uh, honestly, it was like a MAGA rally last night in some of the things that Biden was saying on a Wednesday. Well, it was a Tuesday, but today's a Wednesday. And no, I'm not going to show Bon Jovi the respect of his stupid birthday. We'll play the song next hour if you're lucky. Wow. What? I mean to him, I'm being mean to you, it's to him. Oh, okay. It's a wannabe. Are they still touring? Is he too old now? Hello, he's going to be in Texas next month. Next month? Yeah. What are you going to be doing? You going to spend your money to go? Might do that. When's the last time you spent money on a Bon Jovi concert? Like 1984? Oh, no. A couple years ago. <laughs> did you? No, you did? I sent you a couple of years ago. Yeah, you did. And they were here before, and I bought wow. my tickets. Wow. Wow. I bought you the tickets to the time before that, too. Did you work at the station? Oh, I'm sorry. So it had nothing to do with me? I didn't make them give me the tickets? <laughs> Whatever. I Really? You're not giving me credit for that one? Well, I think I already they were going to give me the tickets, right? But they gave them to you so I could sing for them. No, they weren't Did going to give me the tickets unless I gave them to you. They said, I've got tickets for Carrie, and I think for Charity too, right? Um, yeah. And uh, and uh, you, you can you want to give them away to Carrie? I said, absolutely, but I'm going to make her work for oh, it. Oh, 
Uh, oh, like I wasn't even the follow. I was just the go-between. I was, I was, they're going to give them to you anyway, but I somehow forced them to give them to me first. Come on. <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, listen, yeah, I wanted to okay. thank you for that one concert you sent me to. Uh, I oh, that's right. That never happened. Right. That never happened. You know right. I did it. Right. One sided yeah. friendship is what it is. Wow. So, 888 941 PAGS, 888 Sam, open them up. We'll take people's commentary on the State of the Union from last night. We'll certainly talk about that. So, I get an email today or yesterday, yesterday morning, right? Vote. It's a primary day in Texas. Actually, yesterday early afternoon. Primary day in Texas. Um, and, and because of the voting suppression laws and blah, 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 would you like to have. Anise Parker on the show. You know who Anise Parker is? No, I don't. The former mayor of Houston. And Anise Parker is going to call out the legislature for these for these racist laws and and these separatist laws and the voting suppression laws and the, the and on and on, right? And I'm going, do you people even look the people up you're sending these emails to? No, of course they don't. So I responded. And what do you think I said in the first line? Uh, do you even know who I am or no? Oh, idea? I, I, I never oh, say, do you know, I never say, do you know who I am? I never do that one. I never do that one. I don't do that one. No, what I said was, do you people even look into who you're sending these to? And I, I said, you know, a simple Google search would make you understand that I, easy, that I know there is no voter suppression, that anybody who's a citizen and who's allowed to legally vote can vote. And now if Anise Parker still wants to come on, let's do it. Oddly, this is weird. Hmm. I did not hear back. Really? Again, I'm shocked. Can you imagine? I mean, look, if you're working for a PR firm, and that's who these people are, they're PR firms, why wouldn't you look who's on your mailing list and figure out, okay, if I send it to this person, how's that going to work? No. I get all those emails all the time. They don't. They know you're in the media. Okay, boom. We're sending you an email. That's how it works. I'm like, let's do it. Let's go. Come on, Denise Parker. Let me have them. That'd be good. That'd be interesting. That'd be awesome. But no, because you know, they, they don't want to do that. Um, it, and it's, it's just, it's interesting to me because it actually probably would be pretty good radio because she's firm in her belief, even though she's smart enough to know that it's a lie, that it's a voter suppression or racist. But she's firm in her belief and she wants people to believe what she's saying. And I'm firm in my belief. And that would be interesting. Um, but, but at the end of the day, know who it is that you're sending it to. And, and it's not suggesting that I'm somebody of authority or anything like that, but I'm a conservative guy and I'm against the lies of the left when it comes to so-called voter suppression. So I'm feeling better about Texas and going forward and, and, and having a, a congealed Republican Party or conservative base that will go against Beto because he's going to be well-financed. If nothing else, we know that guy is always making, mm, get, bringing definitely. in millions of dollars in yeah. finances. to ta- He almost beat Ted Cruz, who's, who's a pretty popular senator. Um, and, and he was, he used to be a U.S. representative or he wasn't state. I think he was a U.S. representative. Yeah, he was. Cause I don't think he went cross country with Will Hurd, a Republican and a Democrat in a, in a car together. And at that point I had them both on the show. You know that I've had Beto on this show, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They called in from their, from their trek, you know, across the nation yeah. and, and it was actually kind of cool. And then he went radically left. It's like somebody co-opted him and the guy completely fell out of the car to the left. Because even Will Hurd told me, I think Will Hurd's a good guy. I've had him on the show several times. We hope to have him on again in his private life now. He's not in an office anymore. But he said, no, no, he's, he's a good guy. I'm like, really? Then why is he allowing people to do this? So it's going to be interesting because for some reason, he's under the belief that he, he deserves some big office. Remember, he ran for president too. How'd that work out? Mm, not very well. Hell yeah, we're going to take your AKs and your ARs away. <laughs> Who says huh? that? And you're from Texas. Who says that? To a Texan. Hell yeah! We're going to take them away. You know, guns came up last night, interestingly. 
And uh, Joe Biden perpetrated that lie that um, the Second Amendment isn't about uh, or somehow is about shooting deer. He talked about, um, you know, extended magazines and up to 100 rounds and well, what's the deer going to do? He tried to make some joke about deer. It's like Andrew Cuomo before it was exposed that he's like this pig of a guy. Uh, Andrew Cuomo said, you don't need more than two bullets to shoot a deer. I don't. What are you talking about? What, 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 is that, what does that mean? Carrie, have you read the Second Amendment? Does it mention deer? It does not. Weird. Ah, they keep on saying deer. There is nothing in the Second Amendment nor the, the Constitution that talks about hunting, getting food for the family, or shooting deer. Now, you're able to shoot a deer with, with your gun and then eat it with your family. You can do that. But that has nothing to do with it. It literally is in there to tell the government, we will keep your ass in check. And, and we're able to be well-armed. We absolutely can keep and bear arms to stop the government from overrunning us like King George did back in the day. You know, people like Pierce Morgan always say things like, yeah, well, that was a very different weaponry. And, and, and you know, they were talking about muskets. And I think it was Dana Lash who actually responded to him online and said, show me where it says muskets in there. Of course, it doesn't. I mean, we, we have to be smarter about this. So he tried to sort of balance I don't know if you'll, you'll go there as a journalist, but he tried to balance left and right. It's almost like he said we should come together, and then he gave reasons why we should come together. But what he was saying just wasn't true. It's not his, his agenda. Suddenly, we're funding the police. Suddenly, nobody making over $400,000 a year is going to be taxed. Suddenly, you know, we're going we're gonna to release some, some more of the oil from the strategic reserves, and we're going to buy a bunch of more oil from over here to, to keep the prices in, in check. I mean, suddenly he sounded more like Donald Trump. I mean, did you get any of that watching it? Mm, uh, maybe a little. Uh, maybe after I, not during, but after I thought about it a little bit and I listened to, uh, you know, some of the commentary afterwards and I said, you know, that, it makes sense. I mean, because the agenda that he's, that he's had for the past year plus has done nothing. It sucked. And he's at like a 30% approval rating. And again, 78% of Americans don't like the direction of the country. And, and now we see what Russia is doing in Ukraine. We're seeing, you know, China starting to saber rattle about Taiwan again. And North Korea suddenly is testing again. So you've got a guy that knows he's done. I mean, this, this coming November, they're done if the Republicans don't screw this up. And by the way, they can. The Republicans can screw it up. I, there was a video today, a response video from Mitch McConnell. Carrie, I kid you not, he sounded like this. Look, who the hell is this guy? How is that guy the leader of the party? That that literally sounded. His wife just called saying, "Is that Mitch on your show?" I'm telling you, I don't understand. I don't understand who this guy is. No, no. Let me play some of the actual audio because I mean, he's he's this to me. I'm like, what is this? Let me see if I can pull this up because, uh, I mean, it, it just, there's no energy. He's trying to call Joe Biden out, and there's nothing here. I, I don't get it. The president's other remarks on our dangerous world. What? Were not just insufficient. What? They were basically huh? non-existent. What? What? The president spoke for over an hour, but only mentioned China twice. What? Neither time what? had anything to do with national security. What? Or military modernization. How about you, Carrie? I'm charged up. Are he's, you? Light, he's, um, he's lighting a fire under me. Quite the opposite. Woo! Uh, Let's go, me, Mitch. But oh, I need a little more energy. A little more. President only mentioned Iran one time, and it was literally by accident. 
zero mentions of North Korea, zero mentions of the botched Afghanistan retreat the administration originally boasted was a, quote, success, end quote. It's embarrassing. If you're a Republican or a conservative, if this guy's the leader, we're, we're still in trouble in November. Because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that off base. I actually, I think I gave him too much energy when I was doing the impersonation. And, and he's, he's making a face like he's really getting it done. He's like, man, I'm nailing this one. I'm like, no. No, I don't need you out there. Put somebody out there who can speak and, and really get a message across and, and empower people and make them understand how important it is to stand up for conservative traditional American values. This is the leader of the party. And, and listen, I blame the senators. Who the hell keeps voting this guy into leadership? What is the matter with you? Does he have pictures of you? Okay, I'm a little fired up. I can a little tell. fired up. I just don't I understand. So watching the State of the Union last night, he tried to make some balance between left and right. His agenda completely left, of course. Did not mention, as Lauren Boebert said last hour, build back better. Didn't mention that at all because it's a failure. You had his own party who was responding to him. And the response from the Republicans is... Now, I guess there was the, the governor of Iowa responded last night or whatever. She did very yeah, well. I thought did. she did Matthew fine. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought she did fine. Um, but you've, listen, you've got an opportunity here, man. You've got an opportunity here to really get something done. Um, in November, and, and not not only barely win the House and Senate. I mean, you can just completely, with an onslaught, you can you can win, and then you would force the administration to stop this crazy, wild, far leftist garbage. By the way, just just for a point of fact, of course, people making four hundred thousand dollars and less will be will be seeing higher taxes. In fact, cost of living alone has taken so much more out of your out of your bank account, out of your paycheck, that it's not even funny. Now he's talking about how you can reduce costs. He literally said reduce costs by raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Carrie, do you think he doesn't know that, that wages are a cost for a business? Um, I would hope he would know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and let him say he doesn't know uh, or else why uh-huh. say it? Or he's just lying. And again, masked up the, the day before in a field that's bigger than five football fields. Uh, yet yesterday he's like, he's like rubbing noses with people. After this speech, the whole thing's just bizarre. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got um, Roma Duravi at the bottom of the hour, formerly of the Trump administration. You've probably seen her on Fox, Fox Business. Um, very, very smart young lady. And uh, and being part of that administration, com- comparing it to what we're seeing with this administration and the agenda that's happening. And we talk a lot about last night's uh, State of the Union as well. You're going to want to stick around for Roma. Make sure that you do that. 
888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Your thoughts walking away from that State of the Union last night. I wonder if, a, Carrie, I wonder if a lot of people didn't watch it. Do we know what the ratings were last night? Uh, let me check. Yeah, let me know. I wonder how it compares to like when Trump was out there doing States of the Union. I think a lot of people probably tuned in just to see if he can make it through an hour, and he, and he did, although he made several mistakes, but he was more lucid than we normally see him. That's why I suggest maybe, you know, he's getting some adrenaline from somewhere. But well, uh, what, what does it say? Uh, 33.8 million viewers across the four broadcast networks and the three major cable news channels. ABC came out on top as primetime's most watched and highest rated broadcast, uh, drawing 6.3 million. However, ABC did not beat out Fox News Channel for views, which continues to be the most watched cable news network. Uh, according to early numbers, Fox News amassed 6.9 million viewers for the State of the Union. Does it make any comparisons to the previous states of the Union? Um, I wonder if that's no. up or down. It's I would, I would think, listen, no. uh, left or right, I would think you would want to watch this guy, especially with war going on uh, overseas. So I would not be surprised if the ratings were solid, but um, who knows? I mean, I don't know that people are as interested in, in the State of the Union after seeing it as they were going into it. I, I just wonder what the expectation was compared to what we ended up getting. We got a guy that didn't know when to pause. We got a guy that was stuck to the, to the teleprompter. We got a guy who couldn't figure out who to hand the... Beforehand, you have to hand the speech to, to the Speaker of the House and the, and the Vice President. He couldn't figure out whose was whose. Very strange. He said Iranian or Iranian instead of uh, Ukrainian. Um, it just There were just too many mistakes. It, it was very strange. Um, it was almost like he was just trying to plow his way through it. And then as he's reading it, it does come off almost like a Trump agenda towards the end of it, was, which was very strange to me. It just was, the whole thing was weird. But I, but I wondered whether people were watching it. So, I mean, it's a lot of people, 33 million or whatever. That's a lot. It sounds like a lot, yeah. But I don't know how that compares. All right. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. As we age, we do get tired. We don't have the kind of energy that we had uh, that we had growing up or in our early 20s or 30s or whatever. Listen, Supermeats Heart Chews can help you restore that energy level without getting some crazy, you know, really high high and then you fall down from all the caffeine or from sugar, from energy drinks. Why not get rid of the afternoon coffees and add two delicious plant-based Supermeats Heart Chews to your morning routine to promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day? Again, no caffeine crash because Supermeats Heart Chews have unique clinically researched grapeseed extract. They promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract combined with non-GMO beets just tastes great. They do. They taste absolutely great. Grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Why not go check it out? If you're a listener of my show, and you are, then you get up to 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off at JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. I'm sorry, what do you have? I did, I did find something interesting because I found Trump's, his 2020 State of the Union address. So he okay. just said Biden had, what, almost 33 million? Yeah. Uh, Trump's 2020 had 46.8 million. Wow. 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 But little difference. Little difference. Wow. Wow. And this is wartime. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah. I am surprised. I mean, Trump is a big draw. I get that. But I would think both left and right and in the middle would want to see what he's going to say about the war. That's interesting. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go back at it and say hello to um, Eric Yakima. What's going on? Hi. Hey, Mr. Pags. I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks, man. Um, I watched when I when I saw President Biden talk about deer with Kevlar vests, and for the last two days, I have seen men, women, children, grandmothers, at the paraphrase Julius Caesar, taking up arms against a sea of trouble, and by opposing, hoping to end it, 
that is what the Second Amendment, Second Amendment is about. It's not about deer. It's about freedom. That's all I got to say. I got you. I'm with you. It's, it's true. It's, it's not about, they keep on bringing up deer. They keep on bringing up target practice. It, it's, it's all very, very stupid. It just is. It's legitimately stupid, and I hope nobody falls for it. If you're on the left, and you generally would like to take a look at firearms or the Second Amendment, I mean, you're not saying that because of the deer angle, are you? You're not really saying it because of that. I mean, I often wonder when people say things that are so completely uneducated and stupid when it comes to the Constitution, do they believe it? Or are they saying it for some larger reason that I just can't wrap my brain around? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing they think they believe it, some of them. Those who are in charge don't because they're surrounded by good guys with guns. They can't believe what they're saying about guns because they're protected by guns. It's all very, very odd. It's uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. When we come back, give me uh, Roma Duravi. She's formerly of the Trump administration. She's got a lot to say about last night and how this administration is doing. Keep it here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Wonderful to have this young lady on. She was uh, with the president, a special assistant to President uh, Donald Trump uh, back in the day, not too long ago. It's uh, Roma Daravi. Roma, how are you? Good to see you. I am good. This is such fun to be reunited <laughs> with you on air, Joe. My goodness. It's wonderful. You know, we we, uh, we spent those four years working together to have the president on, to get the agenda on, and, and have people in the, the administration on. I can't thank you. I want to publicly thank you like crazy for how much help you gave us in getting the information to the American people. They really appreciated it. So thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you. You know, radio is so important. It really is the grassroots movement of how we can get our agenda to the American people. And now it's really important to talk about everything that is not happening, right, with right. Joe Biden's administration. So and, there, there's definitely lots of cover here. I want to get there. You know, I was invited to the White House in 2017, and we were one of five shows that went, and I interviewed the president one-on-one, face-to-face. He really did understand that regular Americans do turn on talk radio. Regular Americans do want to hear what's going on. They want to hear it in longer form, not a minute-and-a-half package on their local news or on the national news. He, he understood that, didn't he? Now, by about the same age range, a little bit older and certainly a little bit slower, but um, but he doesn't seem to understand that. He seems to only stay in his groove. Like Trump would show up on left-wing radio. He would show up on left-wing television. He didn't seem to yeah. care. Biden is hiding from that. Do you see that too? Oh, yeah. Well, Biden's hiding from a whole lot of things. I would say he's hiding from the entire country and, frankly, the entire world right now. But, you know, Donald Trump really did understand that he needed to talk directly to the American people for a multitude of reasons. We obviously saw what the mainstream media, the fake news media, did to him when he did give them interviews, when he did give them information on a daily basis with the White House reporters. They really worked hard to twist his words and to dig in to the just total lies of what he was doing. But the reality of the situation is that Donald Trump from day one has worked for the everyday American. He has worked for the forgotten American. And honestly, that man is still working for the everyday American. He is every single day behind the scenes doing what he can to make sure that the American people are not left behind 
during this tough time of Joe Biden's administration. It's uh, Roma Daravi. She is uh, found on all social media, Roma Daravi, D-A-R-A-V-I. <laughs> uh, go follow her there. And, and you're also the CEO and the founder of your, your own PR firm now, so I'm proud of you there. Uh, j- just Thank to finish you. up on that, Donald Trump, I would get mad at him. Now, I've interviewed the guy like 10 or 11 times now, and I really like him. He seems to like me. We get along fine. He's always been cool with me asking harder questions. He's always said, you want to ask me a hard question if it's fair? That's cool. If you want to twist it like you said, that's uncool. But I sometimes exactly. would yell at the TV, Roma, and I'd say, stop it now. Because he would do these COVID briefings for two hours and argue with, with Jim Acosta, who was only trying to write a book. Um, yeah. At some point, it was almost, almost too much access. And now Americans have no access to the current president. In fact, you saw him two days ago walking through like the, the lawn at the White House with a mask on a thousand feet from anybody. So um, mm-hmm. that was, I think that's a ploy not to talk to people. Do you see the sea change here? And in your heart of hearts, do you think the media now will say, listen, okay, we supported Biden, but this guy really sucks. We have no access. We have no transparency. Will they start turning on him? Will they start being reporters again? Well, you know, I, I like you said, I worked with you very closely over four years. Yeah. I also worked with reporters on the White House grounds very closely over four years. Reporters, producers, uh, technical camera operators. And I still keep in touch with a lot of those people. Let me tell you, they're bored. Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't have a lot to do there. And a lot of them really miss the times of Trump. They do. And, you know, when you look at what what we're getting from Joe Biden, and especially when you look at his State of the Union address from yeah. last night, much of it was really taken from Trump. I mean, he rephrased some of it. But the context, shockingly enough, is quite similar. He said, fund the police. Well, guess what? Donald Trump said, give us law and order. He said, secure our border. Well, guess what? Donald Trump said, build that wall. He said, made in America, buy American, hire Americans. Literally what Trump said for four years, and I quote, buy American, hire American. So it's really remarkable to see how the media is giving coverage to Joe Biden's speech last night. Obviously, he has a looming foreign policy cloud over him right now with everything happening in Ukraine, Russia literally creating World War III. But it's very uh, puzzling to see how no one is drawing this direct line from what Joe Biden said last night to what Donald Trump worked on. Well, I think people are are saying that. Well, Roma, I think people are saying that. I actually had somebody in the business, somebody that you probably would know, um, who sent me a text last night saying, I'm sorry, did Joe Biden just say, make America great again? Because that's basically what right. he was doing. He was he was co-opting everything that worked for Trump. And I guess in some sort of weird trickery, trying to make the American people think, don't worry, I'm going to do what the, guy, the other guy did. I'll tell you all yeah. about it tonight. It, what, what I found most telling about this, and I want your thoughts on this, Rashida Tlaib, the, uh, the representative from Michigan, who's a radical lefty who is, of course, uh, in the squad, she did a rebuttal of a Democrat president's State of the Union speech. A Democrat rebutted what he had to say about funding the police and about some other things. Were you as stunned as I was that his own party rebutted him? Well, look, Joe Biden ran uh, to being a moderate Democrat. His policies over the last year have been anything but that. But there are no, there's no pleasing the radical left. There's no pleasing the squad. And they're just going to continue to gaslight 
the American people. I mean, this is like a bad, toxic boyfriend that you just can't seem to get rid of because (laughs) they have you so brainwashed. And that's exactly what the Democrats have done. They've just completely gaslit the American people into thinking that they can say one thing, do another, and it's not going to matter because they'll still follow them to the finish line and the voting booths in the end, right? That's exactly what they did when they ran his campaign in 2020. They lied to the American people in order to get them to the voting booths. Many people voting on party politics just because for one, you know, crazy reason or another, they couldn't come to grips with the fact that Donald Trump was actually the best president of all time. And so for that reason alone, They ran and voted on party politics because the Democrats have been feeding them these lies for so long. And, you know, it's just like my grandmother said, if you say a lie long enough, eventually you're going to believe it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And last night we were watching a lot of lies, to be honest with you. There are a lot of lies today. I just had Lauren Boebert on the show. We'll have her on tonight with you. Um, And and she yelled out last night about the 13 soldiers that were killed in Afghanistan that Biden was ignoring last night. I talked to President Trump about what the actual plan was in getting out of Afghanistan. And and I understand why Biden didn't bring it up last night because it was the biggest botched job we've seen since Jimmy Carter in Iran back in the 1970s. But um, uh, when, when I talked to Trump, he said, no, the plan was never to take the military out first. The plan was to take the military out last, take out the civilians, take out the Americans, take out those who, who helped us, and then keep Bagram. We never give Bagram up, and, and we certainly don't leave $85 billion worth of equipment there. What Joe Biden did was not my plan. Biden has said, because my predecessor made this plan, I had to do it the way I did it. Now, Roma, between you and me, we know each other a little bit. Do you agree with me that Biden was trying to get a photo op before the 20th anniversary of 9-11? That's what I think he was trying to do. Do you agree with that? Because what he did was was in haste, and it was horrible, and it was deadly. Well, that is horrific. The idea that uh, President Joe Biden would do anything uh, to hurt the lives of our soldiers and to put them at risk overseas the way he did, to put civilians at risk overseas the way he did is just horrifying to even think about. I will say it's quite the cop out for the president to say he has no power and he has to follow the playbook that was given to him by the previous administration when we all well know that Donald J. Trump, he's a businessman, he's a deal maker, and Joe Biden is just nothing more than a swamp monster who has been in politics for a billion years at this point and can't seem to get anything done, right? right? right. So you look at the deal maker and you think if he would have just followed Donald Trump's plan, we would be in a very different place today. The actual botched withdrawal of Afghanistan on the world stage was not a solo incident. It affects the entire foreign policy agenda. It affects the way America is viewed on the world stage. And quite frankly, Joe Biden has portrayed himself as weak, which in turn portrays America as weak. And that is absolutely not the position we need to be in. We have enough going on here at home. We need to be focused on our domestic agenda. We need to be focused on lowering costs, right? We need to get rid of this insane inflation. American families are suffering. Crime is rising across cities all over America. The border is wide open. Drugs are just pouring over the border that DHS doesn't even want to post the illegal immigration numbers on their website anymore. They've just put it off for months and months because they don't want to get a grip on reality. It's terrible. Across the board, Joe Biden really does not have 
any wins from his first year in office. She is the founder and CEO of uh, Daravi Strategies, also former special assistant to the president and former White House deputy director of strategic communications. That's a lot on a business card. It's uh, Roma Daravi, <laughs> who's uh, amazing. Uh, let me let me ask you very specifically, because you watched this guy work for four years in the White House, and I enjoyed his work for four years. We had stability in the world, and, and, and it it's always a story that I tell where the president of China is at Mar-a-Lago, and they're having dinner, and they're having dessert, and, and I just pictured Trump saying, hold on a second, Xi, we just dropped 57 missiles on Syria. Hold on a second, we're busy. Uh, and then, okay, would you like some more dessert? It's almost like he, he was so strong and quietly strong about it that the rest of the world said, oh, crap, he's taking out ISIS. Oh, man, he's meeting with North Korea. Holy mackerel, he's going to put tariffs and, and taxes on China. Wow, Iran is not going to even play around. He's pulling out of that deal. He had the bad guys, the bad actors in the world in check. As soon as he leaves, he they started, started saber-rattling. They started saying they would do things. And then with Afghanistan, as you just illuminated very, very well, Putin says, look what he did in Afghanistan. Let's just go and take Ukraine. And then suddenly there, there are Chinese planes flying in Taiwan airspace. Suddenly the North Korea is testing a nuclear weapon again. Is that all ifs and whens? Is it all um, here's the result, here's the consequence of a weak leader? Is that what we're seeing unfold here? Yeah, unfortunately, Joe, it is. And, you know, I'll just give you a brief anecdote. My father is Persian Jewish. Mm -hmm. He came to the United States in 1970. And if you talk to him, he is literally a Persian version of Donald Trump, wow. right? Wow. This man loves America. But what is happening right now on the world stage is not only mortifying and terrifying, but it is making real American immigrants like my father furious. Yeah. They know what countries like Iran are capable of. They know what countries like China are going to do when they see this terrible, terrible war happening in Ukraine with Russia just coming in and pretending like there's no rule order happening at all. Right. So it really does have a trickle down effect. I pray every single day that it does not. I pray that our president will get a grip on things and take charge because American strength truly is the most important thing in the world. If we do not find a way to come and lead from the front again, we are going to fall behind and so are our allies along with it. A Persian version. I like how that sounded. You know, what's interesting <laughs> is uh, being, being a Jew from Iran has got to be really, really hard because if you're Jewish in Iran today, you'll be killed if you admit it. Um, well, you, you... they all live in Beverly and Bel Air now, so Good. don't even worry about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God bless them. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to get into one last thing, and I want to bring up something that was foreign policy based that I thought was the brightest moment on foreign policy for President Donald Trump. And I wonder if you have any inside baseball on this. He's in front of the EU, and he goes on this long rant, uh, this monologue that was very, very well put together, that how dare you ask us to protect you while you're buying oil to the tune of billions of dollars from the guy you want us to protect you from. If you want oil, you buy it from us. We're your protector. Plus, you're going to pay more than you're going to pay more than you're paying now. Your fair share into NATO, or else why do we even have NATO? Why should I pay so much into NATO? He literally looked at the world leaders and said, "You're not paying enough. You're getting all this benefit from us, and you're now you're now giving financial benefit to the bad guy you want us to protect you from." And you know what the EU said? We'll buy your your LNG. We'll buy oil from you. We'll shut down that that pipeline in Russia. What he did was strong. Do you remember that that speech? I'm talking. It was like at dinner or something. Yeah, and and he just yeah. he just went on for a while. He said, "We're not doing it. 
Well, I'm sick of America being the, the, the second guy as we take care of everybody's business, then you take care of yourselves. It's not happening anymore. And they all had to genuflect. They all had to react. What do you know about that other than what I saw on the videotape? I mean, that really did show who the guy was, right? Yeah, absolutely, Joe. And I think when you look at the whole picture here, the mainstream media really liked to analyze the words America first as a negative thing, right? They tried to make it sound like Donald Trump was leaving the rest of the world, including our allies, right. out to dry, which is quite the opposite, as you just described. His goal was to make sure that our allies are safe by investing in them, by making sure that they are not tied to our foreign adversaries like Russia, the way that Germany is right now. They're getting upwards of 75% of their oil from Russia. What does that mean? It means if we sanction Russia energy, Russia oil, it's going to directly impact our allies. Right. Obviously, that is a clear line that Donald Trump was very careful of. He saw the issues. He saw the these are business deals at the end of the day. He saw the issues in the deal and he went directly to our allies and he said, you need to pay your fair share. You need to step up. We're finally seeing again. We're finally seeing Germany say we're going to do 2% of our GDP. Okay. Donald Trump has been saying that for years. So it's unfortunate that we're coming to this place where the allies are kind of stepping up because they're in such a terrible position. But that's just the reality of the situation. Right. And they could have taken care of that. They would not be in that position if they would have just done what he said when he said. And this administration coming in and saying, yeah, no one would be in this position if they had listened to Donald Trump. Russia would not have invaded Ukraine. Not a chance. 100%. And that pipeline shouldn't be open. And our Keystone XL pipeline should be open. We shouldn't be buying any oil from Russia, but we are. And the whole thing, we could talk for the next three hours, Roma. And that's why I want you on again. It's Roma Daravi. (laughs) She's a, a wonderful speaker. She was with the president for four years in the White House also has her own company now. Go and follow her everywhere, R-O-M-A-D-A-R-A-V-I, on all the social media. You're on Truth now, too, right? I am on Truth. Uh, I'm, I'm on Truth. People, people keep emailing me and asking me, how can I get on Truth? I guess there's a big, long waiting list. We got lucky we got in early. But uh, let's do this again very soon. I love your knowledge and love you coming on, okay? Thank you, Joe. It's so fun to be on with you and all your all your listeners. So a, I'll be back. Oh, well, good. Sure. <laughs> we appreciate that. It's Roma Daravi. Make sure you go follow her everywhere. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Love having uh, Roma on, and we'll have her on more often. She's got great insight from the inside of the White House. She was uh, with President uh, President Trump in the communications department, special assistant to him, and, and again, was very helpful in making sure we got the message uh, out to you, those who watch and listen uh, to, to this program. We had great access to the White House through Roma, through Hope Hicks, and everybody else. Uh, Caroline was there for a while as well. And uh, in this White House, you hear nothing. I think that's the wrong way to do it because Trump would show up on MSNBC. He didn't care. He'd show up on CNN. He didn't care. He'd show up on ABC, NBC, CBS. He didn't care. And that makes sense because he was the president for all the people. When you get a Democrat in the White House, during the years of Obama, eight years of Obama, we never had one person from the administration on my show. Not one on the show. 
And that's just kind of dumb. I think that you're, you're cutting off half the audience. You're cutting off half the people that you're supposed to be representing. Um, and, and again, it's happening with this White House, but we do have access to those who are in the House and the Senate. We appreciate her coming on. Next hour, a guy who was in jail for a year after January 6th, and he says he didn't even go to the Capitol. We're going to have his story. Troy Smocks is his name. We'll have that for you coming up and much more on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.